Welcome to Part 1 of The New Yorker's January 23rd and 30th, 2006, double issue. We have six articles for you this week, beginning with a comment by Jeffrey Tubin on the confirmation hearings for Supreme Court nominee Samuel Alito. Then in the talk of the town, Tad Friend talks with actress Julie White about her recent moments of fame. In the third article, Israeli journalist Ari Shavit reviews years' worth of interviews with Israeli Prime Minister Ariel Sharon. In Shouts and Murmurs, a behind-the-scenes look at the glamorous work of making movies. Then, with the future of the green card lottery in the balance, Dan Baum looks at this unusual program. Finally, TV critic Nancy Franklin explains the sometimes mysterious draw of science fiction and reviews Battlestar Galactica. First, though, it's this week's comment, Unanswered Questions, by Jeffrey Tubin. Richard A. Posner, the Chicago judge and conservative polymath, recently made a revealing confession in the pages of the Harvard Law Review. Of the 2004-5 Supreme Court term, he wrote, Almost a quarter century as a federal appellate judge has convinced me it is rarely possible to say with a straight face of a Supreme Court constitutional decision that it was decided correctly or incorrectly. This was because the most important pronouncements of the court were invariably political in nature rather than strictly legal. Constitutional cases, Posner asserted, can be decided only on the basis of a political judgment, and a political judgment cannot be called right or wrong by reference to legal norms. The justices, guided only by the majestic generalities of the Constitution and the malleable and sometimes disposable precedents of the court itself, enjoy a degree of authority and freedom of action that is without parallel in our system of government. Some of the issues addressed during the term that Posner reviewed make his point nicely. Does the Constitution permit the execution of murderers under the age of 18? May local governments take private property through eminent domain and transfer it to other private owners? Where and how may the Ten Commandments be displayed on government property without amounting to establishment of a state religion? To such questions, conscience, not competence, dictates the answers. At the confirmation hearings for Samuel A. Alito, Jr. last week, there was little mystery about his political views early in his legal career. He spent most of the Reagan years as a zealous advocate in a fiercely ideological Department of Justice. In a now-famous application for a promotion in 1985, when he was 35 years old, Alito wrote an autobiographical essay that marked the progress of a committed conservative, a boyhood steeped in national review.